0: And now for the review of the day. I got a uh, review here from M- MP Haas on Instagram. All things Pat Hyben, which is my handle on Instagram, my IG. Listen, the previous one, Carrie Shaw and Daniel Lesniak about their buyer's team and their ideas was fantastic. I've made some changes already in my business due to that episode. And, guys, if you didn't hear that, you need to go back and listen to uh, Daniel and Carrie. And they also created the Rebus University Certified Buyer Agent course, CBA course. Which, if you do listen to that episode, you'll get uh, $500 off that course. At the very end, we talk about it. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one star review if you want, or a five star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening.
1: This episode is brought to you in full by Rebus University, the future of real estate training. Go now to www.rebusuniversity.com and use the coupon code ROCK for 20% off your first course. Double your commissions now with Rebus University.
0: All right, Rockstar Nation, I have a great returning guest coming from Denver, Colorado, a very popular guest. Many of you reached out after this show and started following her on all her social media and many of you told me directly it was one of the best shows that we have had and so I wanted to bring her back been waiting for a while and uh, now she's back I got Maria Vitale at a Denver Colorado and man she is knocking things out of the park there and we're gonna find out how so Maria welcome back to Real Estate Rockstars
1: Good morning, Pat. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be back once again.
0: Hey, Maria, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself so they can get to know you better?
1: I am a uh, realtor out of Denver, Colorado. I have two amazing little boys. They Everybody thinks their kids are cute, Pat, but mine really, really are. Um, I am a single mom here in Denver, Colorado. I am blessed and, and humbled to say I'm one of the top producers and industry leaders. Um, I am one of five kids and very close to my uh, Italian family and just trying to do my best in real estate and not just sell real estate, but just live, um, become the best version of me and just live the best life I can.
0: Wow. I love it. I love it. So I want to talk to you about a lot of things, uh, but let's get to some nitty gritty first, Maria. So what, you know, we talk about ECI, ego commission income. Um, What was your ECI in the last 12 months, would you say?
1: So everybody always asks me that I should know this, but I will say I, I like answering this and I helped almost 50 different families buy a home. And I prefer doing it that way because uh, I work for a luxury firm, I work for Live Sotheby's and I never want to pout those numbers. For me, it's about serving my clients and how many of them can I truly serve um, to the best of my ability. And it's all relative, almost $25 million dollars
0: in business. Wow. And, and hey, what, what's the difference between Sotheby's and Live Sotheby's? Is just the franchise name at the beginning of it rather than the end?
1: Correct. Yeah, there's different types of Sotheby's all over the world, quite honestly. And Live Sotheby's is the franchise I work for in Colorado.
0: It's kind of like Big Boy. They used to say Bob's Big Boy, Bill's Big Boy, Fred's Big Boy. Now it's, you know, instead of Remax Advantage or Keller Williams Advantage, they just put it in the front rather than the end. Live Sotheby's. I like it. I like exactly. It. Um, okay, cool. So talk to me about uh, one of the things, and this is actually a first, and I love it, right? I love this because, you know, I've always thought in my mind when people want to make it these people that, like Grant Cardone and DJ Khaled and Ty Lopez, these people that have these massive social media followings, you know, in reality, they have one or two people following them around. Right. And with a camera taking pictures, because I think it's very difficult for us psychologically to be like, look at me, look at me, look at me all the time. Right. And uh, it's hard. Like the Kardashians. Right. They couldn't. They, if it was them doing it, I think it would it get really old. But when you have other people doing it, it's so much easier. Um, and, and so tell me about why there's someone in your room kind of running around taking pictures of us right now.
1: Well, that lovely person in my room is my right-hand woman. Her name is Eileen Fox, and she's wonderful. She's my assistant. We're doing this for one of two reasons. Number one, we want to do a sneak peek and put this on Instagram, Facebook, and obviously promote your show. I've gotten so much amazing feedback from all over the country. In fact, I had a couple colleagues out of Toronto, um, so I should say all over the world, and then um, a broker out of Israel comment about the show. So Really? Really, so I I, uh, I
0: always wonder, like, what someone in Israel—I mean, what is the real estate market in? If that if that person is listening, that commented about the show, you know, reach out to me. I'd love to get you on the show and find out what it's like to sell a house in Israel. And obviously, there has to be some correlation because. They're listening and they're learning, you know, how to do it out there. So, keep going. This is good.
1: So, so I wanted to promote it and I wanted to use this as a vehicle of getting. So, you know, we're so busy. We're selling real estate. We're working in our business. We're trying to work on our business, this whole social media thing. We've got cameras everywhere. But the other reason why I have Eileen um, by me is so we, we send out quarterly newsletters and I want – my clients, my sphere of influence to know that, listen, they really are working with the broker because some people just know me as a hockey mom or a baseball mom. And so I've wanted them to know that as an industry leader, uh, I am trying to keep up with the latest trends and the best way to serve them. But also, I have found this is a great way to track my time. So really, what are we doing from the time that we wake up, from the time that we go to bed? Every one of the real estate agents that are really booming, that are doing great, we are all at some level seeking harmony. And Larry Kendall, my mentor, uh, author of Ninja Selling, said, Maria, there's no such thing as balance. Why don't you just seek harmony and do it? So, you know, I remember... um, working years ago in tv and i remember thinking you can have it all but you might not have it all today so today pat i can't go into my kids classroom and be that great homeroom mom and be there after school but tomorrow i will be able to but if i track my time and the only things we track will get better would you agree
0: yeah absolutely that that which you track expands there we go i mean mean, it just it just does right if you track it it's gonna grow you know I, I've, I've tracked my whole life, and I'm I'm a huge believer in that.
1: So my so you're
0: tracking your time. So this so she's her. filming you. What I mean? Tell me, like, break that down. How is that tracking your time? Like,
1: so from the time we wake up in the morning, she was following me into the office. Of course, we had to stop and get an earnest money check first. Take the kids off, and then come in. And she's just trying more or less to do a documentary. I. I think the Kardashians are fun, but um, I think I would have the best real estate show if the cameras followed me around. Because even after almost 15 years in the business, I am still learning something new every day. And I always tell my clients, listen, let's have a plan A. On A's, we're going to go to closing, we're going to close this, we're going to close the other house, everything's going to go great, but let's have a plan B. I mean, there are just, so many new things that come, um, so, many, so many different days. And I think we, as, as good brokers, as we have to call, always be learning and paying attention as to what's going on around us. And by her following me around with this camera, I'm able to now reflect and say, oh, I wish I would have thought this, or you just, hindsight's 20-20, and that's how we learn.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I like it. I like it. Um, It's good stuff. And I want to get there sometime myself actually to help promote Rebus and the show and everything. It's just, you know, the, the way photographs are and posts are, they're so temporary now. They're getting shorter and shorter. And it seems like you just have to be posting more and more. It's like a treadmill. So having somebody there to do it for you makes it so much easier. So let's talk about getting listings, right? Like of the 50 deals you did, how many would you say are listings?
1: I would say probably almost 70% of my business is listings. I don't have those numbers right in front of me. Um, so last time I was on the show, we talked about doing real estate reviews, right? Yes. So Sotheby's implemented my my system. I put together a little system that basically talked about going in and doing a market analysis and then reaching out to every single client in your database saying, hello, Pat, it is September. This is what your home is worth. Um, this is your biggest asset. I thought you would like to know how much equity. The Denver metro market is the number one non-coastal state in the United States. So the market here is phenomenal. We still have very low inventory. That being Wait said.
0: So you, you, you did this in September?
1: I did this in September, in and I September, believe-
0: and you, and Did you do the market analysis before you called them, or did you call them, and then if you got feedback from them, then you did a market analysis for okay. them?
1: Okay, I always follow up with a phone call, so I put the analysis together. And you have to be careful when you're putting an analysis, because within a one-mile radius, you might have a $2 million home, and then a $500,000 home. I always call them, and I say, hi, listen, this is your biggest, this is your biggest asset, asset." As your real estate advisor, I think it's important for you to know what your home is worth. Now, it's okay if you don't have to if you don't want to sell, but it is providing value to the client. Listen, some of my clients had mortgage insurance. Now is a great time to vet for them to get in contact with the lender and remove that mortgage insurance and lower their payment so it's all going towards principal. Okay? So what I did this January's, I started playing with my numbers. I went back into our local MLS system and I pulled up everybody who I had sold a house to ever in the last 10 years. And some I remembered and some I just couldn't remember. And so, but I know this. I know that this was a reminder that if those people were not in my sphere, I was able to number one, contact them, number two, provide them value, and number three, if now. If they ever want to build to get a bigger house, now is the time for these buyers to be move up buyers, which in turn gave us listings.
0: As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool what are you doing besides that, right? What are you doing besides, uh, or, or is that, is that where most of them come from? Uh, just referrals and people that you're, you're talking to.
1: Yeah, so, um, so I really follow the Ninja Nine. So I try to make uh, 10 phone calls a day, although, you know, it gets so busy. The thing I like about this is you can really shut it off. So if you're that busy and you're working in your business and you're working with 11 different people, you really don't have time to make those phone calls. Yes, right? So, and then I do do my, um, I I do use. So how do you do it? Well, I do use, I, I do what I can. And those people working with me, this is the biggest decision in their life right now. They need to feel like they are one of my only clients and they need to feel that I am by their side through the whole entire process. So I make sure they are good. I send them emails. Here are the, here are the documents. Do you have any questions? I call them. How are you feeling? Would you like to walk the house again? If I am working as the listing broker, I was called the buyer's agent. How are your buyers doing? Always check in with the lender. How's the financing going? I really, because we can control the process, right? We can't really control anything outside, how many people are going to show, what's going to happen. But we can definitely control the process. And when we control the process with the highest integrity and the best customer service, providing our client's value it brings everybody to the table because everybody's nervous. The buyer's nervous, the seller's nervous and both brokers of course, are trying to keep this together. And you said something at the beginning, um, ego, you know, I remember one of the best mentors I had said to me, Maria, no matter what you do and you're Italian and you get a little bit feisty, no matter what, don't burn a bridge. And so sometimes when you have things going on in, in, so things are not being disclosed and we're, you know, really trying to advocate for our clients, we get caught up in that. But I have to remind myself of that. So how would you burn a bridge? Well, you'd burn a bridge by just not being kind.
0: With a, with another agent a lot of Correct. time, right?
1: With a lot, yes, yeah, yeah. And you never know, next time you might need that. that yeah, life.
0: you might need that favor, right? The That's house. right. Right. You know, you burn a bridge with that agent and you're like, you're a jerk. And then, you know, two weeks later, and this is how the universe works. There's a listing that's theirs. that's not on the market yet. You want to call them and try to get in in there.
1: Well, and there's five other offers. <laughs> it just happens like that all the time. There's it's five true. Other- it's always true, and, and it's, it's karma, it's whatever you want to label it, but here's the thing. I always call that other broker, and I say, hey, do you know so-and-so in this office? Please ask them what it's like for me to, to work with me, because this deal will close. You can take, do you, what, what is the motivation? And I always ask uh, buyer's agents bringing me an offer? What is your client's motivation? Um, and, and we find out because there are certain questions we can't ask, but we want to know that they love the house. We want to hear that maybe they want that that specific area for a certain reason. Um, so that's that's kind of uh, a roundabout way of answering your question in a very long, long answer.
0: That's all right. That's all right. Okay. So let's get into some nitty gritty on the Ninja Nine because last time, you know, we only talked really about one of them and and I want to get into some exact specifics of what you're doing, you know, that, that, that allows you to create the success that you have.
1: Okay. I have the best secret. Can you see it? And I'm happy to show this. So this is a planner. It's called the Ninja Planner. Okay. Let me show you. So you open up the Ninja Planner and it tells you what to do from the time that you wake up, Pat, literally. Okay. So walk me through this, like
0: for today, what's it telling me to do today? What's to tell Maria to do today?
1: So Is today, Maria. Has, yeah. Yep, I have everything in here. So today, Maria, I have to follow up with every client that's under contract. We have eight under contract, I believe, right now. So we have to follow up with all of those. Okay, so
0: it says follow up with every client under contract, even even if you don't have anything to say to them. Because for me, I, you know, you would reach a point where you are like, ah, I don't want to call that guy. You know what I mean? He knows everything he needs to know. So what are you going to do?
1: So you text them and you say, hi, how are things going? All well. Uh, we're waiting on the appraisal. We should know by Friday. All communication is, is critical. I won two listings this week. Both of them were working with other brokers. Okay. And one buyer within the last month. And, they, and I said, tell me why you want to work with me. Mm. Right then, they're going to tell you their expectation. And all three of them said, the other broker never called you're persistent and you communicated and I felt like the other person was too busy. So in that moment, this is the biggest decision. This is the biggest financial decision for these brokers. So let's go back to the planner. So it shows you, and you can get online and get this, it shows you to write two personal note cards, make 10 phone calls, and then it sets your goals. And then it has you review what are your weekly goals? What are your monthly goals? Now listen, don't have time to do all this all the time so you do the best that you can do with what you're doing but it's like a workout pat if you really work out seven days a week and you eat good seven days a week the results are going to come
0: yeah of course right and it's just it's a compound effect like darren hardy says it's a compound effect it's like it's like everything builds on everything Um, yep
1: I love Darren Hardy's book, and I love the little things that we do all the time. One thing about Darren Hardy's book is he's talking about these little incremental things. I have to tell every single real estate broker out there, you are a licensed entity, and people are watching you all the time. They're watching you when you drop Mm. your kids off at school. They're watching you when you are dropping your kids off at baseball practice. They're watching you when they run into you at the grocery store. And so that being said, you took on a public role figure. That's what your role is, your your face, your sign, your marketing is out there. And so many people don't they, they forget, but we took on this role. And when we know people are always watching us, I can't tell you the amount of listings or buyers that we end up getting because they said, well, we saw how you sold so-and-so, or we saw how you handled this situation. And even on the other side of the table, we've had a couple people use us where we were representing the seller. They were representing the buyer. They now went to sell the house. And I said, well, tell me what you called. They said, well, at the closing, you, you, you had everything. Your client didn't have to work for anything. You, you, you showed up with everything. All your client had to do was show up.
0: Okay, wait a minute. So, so tell me some specifics about that, right? Because most agents out there are like, what, what are you talking about? What's there to bring other than the folder?
1: Well... You, before that closing happens, should have gotten everything on behalf of your buyer, Should all receipts, any work done, reviewed the title, make sure their name was right, reviewed the bill of sale, make sure the inclusions, exclusions were out there. And it's very simple. Every broker at closing should say, oh, to the title rep, excuse me, can we hold just one second? Can we confirm that legal description? Just little things like that, because if the deed is recorded wrong, then they have to go back and redo it. Uh, we're very hands on with the process, the entire process. From the time our sign goes in the yard, from the time that we close, we are in charge of the process. If we manage the process, the, the clients are there for the right. You got remember, this, this is a very emotional process for both buyers and sellers, and there's pain and pleasure. Some are moving because they're getting promotions and it's this pleasurable experience. Some are moving because they're getting a divorce. So you have to monitor, engage where that client is, right? Would you agree?
0: Yeah. So you're kind of going to the seller ahead of time and being like, okay. Let's get all the receipts from all the work done the whole life of the house. Okay, let's get a list of all the people in the neighborhood and their phone numbers. Okay, let's find this out. Let's, you know, you're getting as much information as any buyer could possibly want and then rather than the seller pushing it over the table, you're like Maria who comes prepared, brings, gives all this stuff to the buyer. Hey, and you're subtly kind of building a case as the look, I got all my stuff together and, and
1: here, here was the best. Adopt
0: them, adopting them from day one.
1: Absolutely. And Pat, here was the best testimonial I have ever gotten. He said, Maria, I didn't see eye to eye to you, with you on everything on this transaction. But Maria, through the whole process, I knew you had my best intentions at hand. And I said, mm. tell me more about that. Because <laughs> 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 I wanted to learn. He said, well, you know, my, my brother-in-law's part-time electrician. And I said, well, right there. Right there, part-time electrician who's a relative. We need a licensed company. God forbid they there's a fire afterwards because the part-time electrician, quote-unquote, did this part-time work. Let's do it right. Let's do good business. Because when you do good, honestly, good comes back. Here's the best rule of the universe, in my opinion. If you want something, give it. If you want the best mm. client, Give the best customer service. If you want money, find your favorite charity and donate money. I mean, it, it, it's just a law. It works.
0: I love that. I love that. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool So basically, you're just following up with these people and it says follow up with everybody you're doing. Even if you just talked to them yesterday, even if you know that they know what's going on, you're just repeating and you're texting and you're emailing or whatever, something straight from you, not from an assistant, regardless, Um, just to show them that you have their back and you're thinking of them.
1: Sure, so for example, we have sellers, and in our sellers, we have timelines. So we send them an email. Hey, Mr. And Mrs. Seller, this was the buyer's deadline for title. I Want to let you know, we've instructed title to get that out, it's all being taken care of. We are good, our title company should be in, tar- in, in touch with you soon in order to get the payoff. I mean, something so simple, and I'm not saying you have to call them every single day, but listen, you're only working with these people for about 30 to 45 days it is critical that they hear from you at least four times a week, in my
0: opinion. So so here's the thing. So I think it's easier when, once the house sells, and it's in pending process, because there's all kinds of stuff going on that you can keep them informed. But let's say you have a house on the market, and I know you deal with this, because in the luxury market, it's not as fast as the, you know, the starter home market. But, you know, you get a, a house on the market, it's not getting any showings. You get a house on the market, it's not, you know, there's no activity. There's nothing to be done what kind of texts are you sending them? What kind of communication are you giving them?
1: So obviously it's all contingent on time, but here's the biggest thing I say at the initial listing presentation. The market is the messenger. This is the critical word for a listing. The market is the messenger. And I always ask my clients, if you had a magic wand, what would you like? They're going to say million dollars in a 30 day close. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right? And cash deal. Oh, it's a great
0: question. If if you had a magic wand, what would you like? And you ask this before you give them price or anything, right?
1: I ask this when I, I, I walk into the home, I walk the home, I sit down and I say, let's talk about your expectations. Right there, they're going to tell you what's important to them, Pat. What is the most important to you in this process? So then when they are going through, so I always say, well, listen, we're going to do, we are going to control what we can. We're going to get stagers in here. When you you're done decluttering, go back and declutter again. And then the third time declutter one more time, because this, and I use the three time rule. You're going to hear me say it three times on the buy side. I always say, what you buy you must sell what you buy you must sell some of my clients now are, are downsizing and they're saying well you know this is going to be our final house i don't think we're going to sell again i say great would you rather leave your how, would you rather leave your clients more equi- your children more equity or less equity what you buy you must sell and here's the thing on the buy side it's 80% it's Pareto's Law. Larry talks about it in the book. It's Pareto's Law. It's 80%, 8 out of 10 things you're going to love about this home. If you can change the other things, and what can we not change about a home, Pat? Location and lot size. To change the kitchen.
0: Location and lot size. I love that. Okay, so, and so you're just telling them that that those are the most important things because a lot of people might not be looking at location or lot size, right? They're looking Correct. at... They're looking at master bedroom, doesn't uh, The closet's big enough, right?
1: Right. And, and buyers are very visual and they walk in and, and they're very normal where the husband's figuring out um, what one partner's figuring out, how much is this going to cost? The other one's like, oh my gosh, can I entertain in here? And can I have, a, you know, a party here? But listen, you can change anything on a home, a condo, a townhouse beside the location and the lot size. In some situations on homes, you can even change the square footage. But let's get past the the kitchen. Let's get past some of this. So that's on the buy side. Going back to the sell side is we can control the process. So your house has been on the market now for 30 days. We've had seven showings. The market is rejecting it. We are in the highest You know, the spring. This is the best time for you to be selling a home. We're in the highest volume of real estate moving. So, guess what? This is one of those things where, and you and I always set the expectations up front. We'll start at your one million dollars, but within one month or thirty days, since it shows that it only takes ninety days for a million-dollar house to sell in the area. And I think you should know that. And I think by uh, real estate agents should be very familiar with the area that they're working inventory-wise. Listen, these guys went under contract. They were under contract for 45 days. We do need to talk a price reduction. Sometimes that conversation is painful to have. But at that initial appointment, if we set the expectation of the market being the messenger, because what happens when houses start hitting on the market? What happens, Pat? Oh, something's wrong with that house. Oh, it's priced too high. Oh, that people automatically start stigmatizing and creating their own stories of why the home isn't selling. Right. 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 So so as their real estate advisor, listen, they are hiring us for a professional opinion. The professional opinion is gonna show us what the market dictates. When we are doing everything we can in terms of marketing. And and for the the pictures, please take the pictures. Please take time to take beautiful pictures. At Sotheby's we're we're blessed enough to have our own photographers, but Listen. You have three seconds before they swipe left to the next property. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know that's
0: it. That's so, a great. Uh, that's a great analogy, right?
1: Right. So, if you want to be swiped right in this crazy world, take the right pictures.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's. Uh, I, I love that. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. So, what if, what advice you have to a new agent, right, uh, that is trying to get in? Uh, let's say the upper end market, they, they, they're smart enough. They're saying, you know what? I don't want to start with the small stuff. I want to start with the big stuff because there's obviously the commissions are more right. And they're conscious of it. And they want advice from Maria on how to get started in a more of a luxury market. What advice would you have?
1: Listen, show up for the job. First of all, have the right email. You cannot have a, uh, you know, maria at 123.com. I mean, have a professional email. Number one, big deal. Number two, show up for the part. Dress, you know, if you want to be selling a million dollar home, look like you want to sell a million dollar home dress up, look like the part. And number three, know the market. So when I first got into the luxury market, I went and I toured every, even though I didn't have buyers for it, I went and toured every single high-end listing in my neighborhood. And I still, to this day, if something comes on the market um, in the little areas that I work, I always go and I leave my card and I I, I want to know the market because sure enough, I'll be at a hockey game and they'll say, did you see that house? I'm like, Yeah, I just saw it. It has a really cool master bedroom upstairs and it it, it gives you knowledge. You gain knowledge by doing, right? That's how we gain. You can't trade knowledge for experience. And you just do, you do the same thing over and over and over again by going out and looking at houses over and over and over again. Listen, if you have a buyer that's been looking at 20 houses, the buyer's going to be able to tell you where the prices should be.
0: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I like how you say buyers create stories in their mind when houses sit on the markers. And I think sellers need to realize that, that there's all these buyers with these bubbles over their heads, creating stories about them. You know what I mean? Like like why? And unless they do something, that story's not gonna change. So if the story is, oh, it's overpriced or whatever, and the only way to change that story is to drop the price or, or if the story, you know what I mean? That's. Uh... Well,
1: and sometimes it's not always um, dropping the price. We have a deal right now that I brought in. He interviewed four brokers and, mm. um, and he ended up going with one of my competitors. Three months later, he called and said, okay, I'm sorry. I want to come back with you. We are not, we're getting this listing ready. We're not necessarily dropping the price on this particular property. However, we have fresh paint going in and we are making it bloom like a, big fresh bouquet of flowers. And you see that bouquet of flowers and you're like, wow, we are bringing in stagers. We are lighting it up. We are changing the lighting. We put stainless steel appliances. We're not so much going for a hit in price as we are in condition of property because it just depends on every, it depends on what you have on the market, right? So it's not always a price condition. We can control Pat only what we can control. And what can we control? We can control the condition of the property and when we allow the home to be shown and the marketing, right? The, and and this is a team effort. The sellers have to be on board with this plan. The
0: two yeah. the two what?
1: Sorry. So, you said
0: this is a two-necker?
1: No, this is a this is a partnership. This okay. is this is a partnership. This is okay. a something we have to work together. Yeah, right. Okay. okay. So the sellers Our clients and ourselves and we bring in the right stagers and we bring in the right professionals listen we can't do it all we have to have a team on my specific team I have a personal assistant I have a gal at the office that's a transaction coordinator looking at contracts I have my marketing team I have a photographer I have um, a stager we need all those people because the stager has an eye for design. She's going to tell you going in and painting and putting a fresh coat of paint goes a long way when the buyer walks in. Huge. So,
0: so let's talk about that some more. Let's talk about your, your photographer and your, your marketing person. Like what social media are you finding gets the most bang for the buck now? Where are you posting these things that you're filming and taking pictures of?
1: So that's why Eileen is here posting. So I think everything is going towards video. Um, listen, if Ryan Serhant is out there, he is a, he's a broker on Million Dollar Brokers. He liked one of my posts. And here's what I did. I had three new listings. And so thank you, Ryan, if you're listening. He's a broker out of New York. I doubt he's going to have a $500,000 buyer in Denver, but you never know. He liked it. And then everybody at all of his sphere saw it here's what I did. I had to get creative with my post. Three listings come on. All three had different kitchens. And I put, which kitchen would you prefer? It was a very basic post. I did it while my children were at their practice, sitting on my phone, waiting for them to come out of a practice. It took me probably 30 seconds to make this. I think that's the direction we're going. And if you remember, everybody's watching you all the time, especially on social media, just because you don't get the like. And, and by the way, let me just say this about social media: I think it's very pain and pleasure. Okay,
0: tell so, me about that.
1: Yep, I, I was just the guest speaker up at another group talking about this specific subject for about thirty minutes. So if I go long, tell me. It's all <laughs> right,
0: I'm curious.
1: So, so let's take Facebook for example. You see somebody saying, "Oh my gosh." My baby's going to kindergarten. This is so hard. And this is a mom who's been home with this, you know, child all these years. That's the big emotional shift for her. So there's a little bit of pain, a little bit of pleasure in that. I always write her a note and say, Hi, saw your Joey on Facebook. How cute. He's so great. You will be fine. But sometimes you see people getting their masters, people getting their um, people getting their masters, people getting awards. It's, it's a very pleasure. Like, ooh, look at me. Watch me, watch me, right? They're, they're doing this big, look at me. Right, right. Right, and so we can use that data and number one, look for change, okay? Oh, I'm getting married. Oh, I'm having a baby. Oh, I got a promotion. That tells us change is coming their way. Or there's some pain involved, I'm getting a divorce. Um, you know, a loved one has passed away. We are now leaning towards social media to get a lot of our information, especially in our community, I, I, would, I would argue. And if social media is very pain or pleasure, I think there is, there is a time for us to seek the information and we can gather this information and, and, and what do we do with it? Well, I always, if I see someone has lost someone, I always, always write a condolence, a sympathy card, always. But there's so many different revenues. And and social media is tricky because sometimes we're comparing what we see on their page to how we internally feel, right? To What's really going on, I'm like, oh my gosh, this deal's falling apart, because that's real, real life. Real life is, oh my gosh, everything's falling apart. This inspection, oh my gosh, now they have to replace the sewer line and whatever the drama is on the transaction. Or we're seeing, oh my gosh, the destruction, they've just lost their loved one or, or whatever else is going on. And if we are paying attention and gathering that. So instead of pushing so much information out there, I end up pulling. So, for example, the three listings that I just posted, make it about the client. Clients want what? What do clients want? What would you say clients want? I would answer that like this. Clients want news they can use.
0: Ooh, good one. Yeah. And what's in it? Like, so, news they can use and you're just pulling it out of them.
1: Well, you, you got to understand. So my my fifth grader is going to high school. So now maybe you can call and say, "Well, what school are you going to? How are you doing?" Uh, I wanted to let you know. I pulled oh, I got
0: you. Right. Yeah. You
1: are providing them with the information. But everybody's into this remodel the kitchen thing. So you can take a picture of three different bathrooms and say, "Which bathroom would you choose?" Or which is your favorite retro bathroom. That's
0: another great I like that. And they, and I think Facebook and, and all those are giving more weight to the surveys now. You're gonna start seeing more and more surveys because people love surveys. You know what I mean? They love they love answering questions like that.
1: Well, and, and going back to people like news you can use. So when we're selling a just sold. Put the price on there. I want to know what my neighbor's house sold for. Please tell me. You want to know what your neighbor's house sold for. Give me data. Give me, provide me with information that I don't already know. Right. No,
0: I love it. I love it. So, um, Maria, let's wrap this up with um, talking about your free gift. As you know, everybody that comes on gives a free gift. We put it in the Agent Success Toolbox and agents could go in there and they could download all the stuff. We have all kinds of neat stuff from all the different agents. What can you donate as a gift to the Rockstar Nation today that we can put inside this toolbox?
1: So um, Larry Kendall gave me full permission to give you the Ninja 9. So I'm going to give you that oh, wow. list. Yep. So I'm going to give you the list of the Ninja 9. Listen, if you have not, if you are a real estate agent out there, I just have to plug Larry. And you have not taken the Ninja Selling Class Take it, it is worth every penny, uh, uh, just just in terms of mindset, it'll improve your life. But I'm also gonna provide the the letter, the personal letter that I send to my clients that says, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, here is the letter in regards to your home. Here is the value of your home. And everybody, nobody knows exactly the process. So I'm gonna provide them with step one. Here's the letter. All you have to do basically is change the address change their name, and change your name, and sign the letter. Then do a CMA, call the client up. Hi, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I have a market review for your home. No need to do anything with it. If you have any questions, let me know. And by the way, we did not take into account you just finished your basement. Would love to see it. I'm gonna give that to you, okay? And then, well, thank you for having me on. So this book, if nobody has this ninja selling book, I think you can go to. So I think you can go to monumentalliving.com, and I don't know if people can see your see this, but this is yeah, the
0: ninja planner. What up? What I, well, actually? What I can do is I can. I'll put it on the show notes. I'm. What I'm going to do is I'll put on hybendigital.com backslash Maria V two. I'll just put Maria V. And the number two, Maria V. And the number two, uh, I'm going to put a link to the planner that she's talking about. I'm going to put a link to the Ninja Selling System, and you can find out more about it by just uh, looking at the download of the Ninja 9. And uh, a couple other guests that have come on have talked about the Ninja 9 as well. So I know it's a very popular and effective, of most importance, most effective plan. So. So we'll do all that. And, guys, it'll also be in the agent toolbox on hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. So, Maria, listen, I wish you the best of luck in Denver, Colorado. Guys, if you guys have a referral of an agent in Denver, Colorado, Maria is the one to go to. And when I am in Denver next, Maria, we will get together and break some bread.
1: My treat.
0: (laughs) Sounds like a plan. Thanks so much.
1: Take care. Thank you, Pat. I really appreciate it. This episode is brought to you in full by Rebus University, the future of real estate training. Go now to www.rebusuniversity.com and use the coupon code ROCK for 20% off your first course. Double your commissions now with Rebus University.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. We eat feedback for breakfast, and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening, and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben, and keep rocking.